the Nerdy Misfit Podcast with your host, with your host, Connor O'Neill and Matthew Hughes. What is up, Matthew? Not too much. Here we are on a Monday morning. Monday morning. It's been a hot minute since we've recorded. Everyone's favorite. On a Monday morning. No one's favorite. It's a holiday. Yeah, for you. Well. For the world. Uh, well, not the world. Canada? Yeah, Canada. It's just a Canada thing, right? Yeah. But here we are, Monday morning. We're awake. We got the caffeine. He's the day. <laughs> Carpe diem, this crap. Um, but yeah, uh, what have you been up to? I mean, it hasn't been too long since we recorded last. No, but since then, I've watched a crap ton of Suits. Oh, Suits. Yeah. Um, I'm halfway through season five mm-hmm. before the big the big event happens in season five is mm-hmm. what I'm waiting for. I think I'm like an episode behind. Like All right. behind. Right before when the real plot of the story changes. I see. Okay. Because um, you've watched Suits, right? Yep. Yeah. I think you know what I'm talking about, but I'm not sure. I don't know. Precisely. Season. When you binge watch something, but it's no longer seasons. That's fair. The show. It's when two of the main characters leave the firm. Ah, uh, okay. So, like, yeah. right near the end of the actual show. Ish. Because there's one more season after, right? There's, or like, f- there's nine seasons, my guy. There's nine seasons there's missing nine two seasons. people? Well, no. she. One of them leaves at the end of... So, like, leave the firm, not leave the show. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, so, leave the firm. I got yeah. you. I got you. Because you know people find out the secret and then someone gets in trouble and then yeah they have yeah. the house the house season have you seen house yeah when uh, house goes to prison you're just like classic yeah. yeah so I'm I'm about to approach that moment where that starts happening okay not so. my favorite season honestly I'm I'm curious about how it's gonna play out because I know one of the characters leaves the show yeah during eventually. that yeah and then I'm gonna be honest with you I only found out last week that that chick in the show is the one that married that prince. I never connected you the never dots. Did the, never knew that. Eh? Never connected the dots until I was like, wow, her name looks very familiar. And then I Googled it. And I was like, oh, she's yeah. a duchess. Yeah, that would this be why she left sense. the show. This makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, who's your favorite character? <sighs> That's a good question. Why is it Harvey it, It's always Harvey. <laughs> Anytime he's on the screen. He's definitely I mean, a He's a douche. solid character. He's definitely he's, a douche. Yeah. But like, at the same time, he stands by... His own beliefs. Agreed. Like, he got you. And when he says he got you, he's he a man you. of his word. The thing is, when I'm watching that, I just go, you'd make a good Batman villain. But, like, I don't know who I'd, like, just the actor, like, the way he acts and stuff on screen. I'm like, you could be it. Apparently, he's always a lawyer. Yeah, I could see that. So, I mean, put him in as Harvey Dent. <laughs> He'd be a solid Harvey Dent character, actually. But even, like, throw him in as, like, the Riddler. I also like Donna. Donna's a great character, too. She's a solid character. The chemistry between them two is what makes the show really. Lewis irritate you? Yeah. I'm not a big fan of him. I tolerate him. He has there's his moments. moments. There's moments where you're yep. like, wow, I like Lewis. And then he just. Five minutes later, you're like, I freaking feels like hate this guy. He's gotten character progression where he's changed and you're and like, holy. Ripped out and from underneath him. Then he's a rat again. And you're like, you're like, I just, I don't know. I but don't know what to believe anymore. Are you a rat? literally season five. Are you a rat or are you not a rat? <laughs> Well, I'm at the point now where he's like his name is on the wall. Yeah, which he did get bl- by blackmail. Blackmailing, hundred percent. And now I'm at the point where his sister is like a reoccurring character. Oh, his because sister she's is gonna divorced, and then she sleeps with Harvey, yeah. and then she tries to. She's getting like sued for nut-free muffins, and apparently there was nuts in them, and like there's a whole like other yeah, thing, yeah. and it's like. And she whatever. doesn't want him to be the lawyer. She wanted Harvey to be exactly. the lawyer. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I will say, like, Lewis, he's a great character for the show, but I do feel like he does go against his own code because he's also one of... Laws. He literally sticks, writes the yeah, bylaws. He sticks to, like, his own... The thing about him and Harvey is they both stick to the beat of their own drum yeah. within law. And Harvey, you could argue, doesn't really change because hiring Mike was already something potentially he may have already would have kind of done. Yeah. Because he's always just flirting on that line of, yeah, no, you kind of are doing something illegal. Yeah, it's barely legal. Where Lewis breaks that when he finds out about Mike because he uses it for his own game. Yeah, exactly. Based on the way you in, are introduced to him, you would think that it wouldn't matter if it was for gain or not. He would just report him. Yeah, exactly. To the, to the bar, report Harvey, report Jessica. At literally, yeah. Change the just, entire plot. Jessica, but. good character. Definitely irritates me sometimes, but it's just her way of manipulating things to work for her. Yeah. Which irritates me, but it's also what makes her a good character. Exactly. That's why I'm kind of waiting for her to leave the show. I know <laughs> she leaves. I'm like, I'm so close to her leaving. Um, damn, she... She don't mess around. No, like, I don't think there's really, like, a bad character. Like, even the supporting. Like, I really enjoy right now is Gretchen. Yep. Like, she's a solid character. Um, Rachel, probably of, like, the core cast, probably my least favorite, I yeah, guess. Yeah, she, she does. Okay, this is going to sound maybe a little bad, but she does feel like she was originally the good-looking girl character. Yeah, the love interest. Yeah. And... That was it. Yeah. Now she's just and in she's there for getting plot a little convenience. bit. Yeah. She's getting a little bit more, but yeah, she's not my favorite character in terms yeah. of her the story, personalities like, of some of the other characters are so over great. the top and it works. Yeah. She's just kind of like, I like her dad more than I like her. Yeah. Robert Zane is like a bad, yeah. he's a badass. Exactly. Even like uh, some of the characters I worked for the firm, they left to go to like other firms and stuff. Like there's, I can't, Katrina, I think Katrina, her name is. Yep. She's a solid character as well when she shows up. Um, but even like the re- yeah, I don't know. Like it's the reoccurring characters are better than some of the main cast. I like the there's a lot of Game of Thrones characters that like Game of Thrones actors that end up showing up. There's also a lot of uh like the 100 actors that are in it as well for like couple of, uh episodes here and there. And the dude that played Damian Dark who just plays the same dick character in every yeah, role, but he fits dick. it so yeah. well. But he's technically like a combination of like there's the one season where he is definitely the enemy. Yeah. But then him and Harvey like are like best yeah, not we're good best now. buds, but they're like, all right, we need to work together for the same goal. Exactly. And they it's But funny. he's still a dick it's and it's funny. just but yeah. his character like he's one of those characters that I don't want to say gets typecast to be like the the mentor kind of dick, but like it's yeah, he fits it I, well. I do, he's he, that whoever I don't know the actor's name, but he's pretty great in everything I've seen him in. I yeah. like him. He's in the one hundred. Even as bad as the arrow was for those seasons, he was still a good Damien Dark. Yep. Um I've seen him as he's in a movie called The Guardian with Ashton Kutcher and Kevin. He always Koshner. comes off like very like powerful. Yeah, exactly. Like, he dominates he the scene. Yeah. And which is good because that's the character type he plays. Yep. Um but on that watched a few episodes but is, of But now that you're watching Suits, doesn't it make you think what that um she-Hulk could have done a lot of the law stuff a little better. Yeah. Because Suits is entertaining. Now, note, we're talking about doing absolutely illegal things. Yeah. And it's kind of... But at the same time, you are following regular stories. Mm. Of I think with She-Hulk is that they wanted to do more than just the law aspect as well, right? As episodic I, as it was. I feel but like they avoided the law aspect more, though, because they thought it would be boring. I think if we get a season two for She-Hulk, we're going to see more of that law stuff. Because that um, is what... 
makes her diff- much more unique is that she is a normal civil servant, yeah. if you will, uh, in terms of she has a real job. She does normal things. Let's face it. Tony Stark ain't doing normal things when he's not parading his Iron Man. Mm. Captain America only knows how to be Captain America. <laughs> that is his character. <laughs> Steve Rogers doesn't exist, actually. Like Spider-Man, who isn't is an on-and-off Avenger... <laughs> Is probably one of the only people that you see often doing things that aren't superhero related, mm-hmm. right? He's in some comics, he's in school. In some comics, he's a CEO, and you know he's actually doing stuff. Sometimes it's not even him in his own body. Um, exactly. Sometimes it's Doc Ock using his body to smash other love interests that aren't Peter's love interests. It's freaking weird. That is weird. Completely unrelated. We should really do an episode of just like the most obscure, random things Spider Man has happened over the last like 60 years. I feel like that'd That's, just be a f- weird but fun episode. Uh, I don't know if we have enough time but to go through all of it. Um, Speaking of weird. Yes. We also both have read uh, 22 to 26. Yes, which is the sequel to 17 to 21. Right, and that's by uh, Tatsuki Fujimoto, who is Wrote. the writer of Chainsaw Man, Fire Punch. And these are uh, just early works. Combined into like volume between the ages of twenty two and twenty six. Yeah, so I I didn't read in particular, but um, I mean some of them won awards, some of them were put in for award writing manga awards. I'm sure there's absolutely tons of different types Mm. of awards and things you can put your manga into in Japan to win. Which is a lot of like a a lot of manga writers do start off with that. To give you guys like context, is that yeah, there's lots of writing competitions. One. yeah, you want to get noticed before you can be like, hey, this is the big idea. I and then have. sometimes, depending on your one shot and what magazine you put it in, like they're obviously Shonen Jump, you think is a big one. One shots get released by by Jump. And depending on popularity, sometimes that series gets picked up and yep. it turns into something much bigger. Yep. Romance Dawn being the one shot that was One Piece. Yeah, exactly. Which also is, fun fact, the name of the first chapter of One Piece. Mm-hmm. Now, they make changes usually. Yeah, of manga, course, yeah. But Blue Exorcist is one of those it's, as well. It's the idea. I feel yeah. like it's a very common for mo- pretty because how else are you going to get noticed? Exactly. And you, when reading through either the twenty two to twenty six or the seventeen to twenty one, you can definitely see the inspiration in certain chapters of Chainsaw Man. Yeah, that that is true. It's you. We talked about it in originally when we read the uh, seventeen to twenty one, where you can definitely see one. It's more the just the chaos, the chaotic. Yeah unique character designs uh and then the thing that really stands out for me is always just the the you just make a face where you're just like huh yeah of just strange you're like oh okay just very strange whether it be strange topics strange designs he all the one shots are very different. I could Which tell you that. Which is why it's funny that the first one shot, the first one shot from this volume was very calm. I, I don't know if you read the note, but he's like, "I did it to prove I could write a normal story." And yeah, it, and kind of. It's normal for him. Yeah, definitely. Like it's more on like the chill side. So the to give you guys context for twenty two twenty six. There was only four in this volume. I think there was five. In the definitely last the one. most normal. I yeah. think this was four. Wait, wait. Yeah, there was four in this four. one. I think there was five on seventeen to yeah. twenty one. I can't remember. But yeah, so the first one was called Mermaid Rhapsody, which I don't know. Like you said, it's normal in his sense. What I found was stood out as the most like him was the original mermaid design when they 
say, oh, mermaids eat you, and it shows, like, this demonic-looking mermaid. Yeah. I was like, if that's what the mermaids look like, that is just classic. But overall, it was more just a tale of kid has a mermaid parent and a regular parent. Classic. We've seen that through. Yep. Love Aquaman. I mean, sorry. Different <laughs> sources of media. Um, and there's an underwater piano that his mom used to play. He skips schools to play it, but he can't breathe underwater, so he just holds his breath for a long time, and he ends up meeting a mermaid. Mermaids, I guess, are like vampires slash sharks. Yep. That they blood and instinct takes Makes over. Makes him crazy. Incident happens. She bites his ear off, and then uh, and, uh, forbidden to see him ever again. And he doesn't want. He's scared of the. Yeah. Not before he felt like he fell in love. Yes, yes, of course. Then he, he tells the, his dad the story, and his dad's like, oh, yes, 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 your mother attacked me, but what a pretty smile. It's okay it, yeah. for... And he's I, like, oh, this makes sense. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, I wrote in my notes, this family is way too okay with being eaten. Because <laughs> <laughs> the kid's like, wow, you have such a pretty smile. I don't care if you eat me. Yikes. And then basically the dad says the exact same thing to his son. Well, your mom just had such a pretty smile that... It would have been okay was fine. if she ate me. And you're yeah. just like, what? What the heck are runes? And then uh, it just turns into a harem. A lot of macking going on, that's for sure. Because yeah, then all of the mermaids go to see him play the underwater piano. And they want him to keep playing. So he needs so to... they give him mouth to mouth. Repeatedly. All of them. Which makes it sound like it happened for A long hours. time. Because there was a lot of mermaids. Yeah. Just kept macking out with them. And then he does that to visit their, I'm going to call it Atlantis. I never said yeah, what it was. Their mermaid fortress. Literally, uh, the mermaid girl he fell in love with was like, oh, like the elders want to see you. And he's like, how am I going to get there? And she's like, I'll just give you mouth to mouth the way there. Ooh, like, love. You're like, yep, that's, right. that's the writer of Chainsaw Man. And that's kind of the story. Yep, that is literally the story. Plays a piano, and falls in love with a mermaid, happy ever gets after. his ear bitten off. Goes back, makes out with a bunch of mermaids. And that's the end of the first one. Man's living the dream, I guess. <laughs> it's a fishy situation, if you ask me. Uh, next up, we have Woke Up as a Girl Syndrome. So, this one has the main character, who is a male, wakes up and is now a female. Completely a female. Other than just the same mind. That's what I got from the story, at yes. least. So, he already has a girlfriend. Based on the way the story is written and ends, it sounds like the pronouns for him is still he, him. Yeah. Just in a woman in a woman's body. But he goes to school and they all start trying because in this yeah. world, this is just a normal thing that can happen. And they're all treating him like a woman now. He starts getting bullied. His male friends, I'm gonna put here male friends quotations, are all like, Oh, let me let me sleep with you. you. Let me Yeah, exactly. And then some of them are more like, nope, we're just smashing. Like, you don't get a yep. say. And it is very questionable because, like, if that was to happen, the sad part is you, I could almost see, like, that could happen That's in the society. thing is, like, outside of, like, the usual demon stuff that he writes, like, this is actually, like, a serious issue that could happen. Not in the sense that you, like, physically wake up and your body's changed, but it's the mindset and, like, the... But even if you if that was a thing, it's sad to think that... That is a reality that that is how some people would be treated. Yep. People would just change automatically like that and just go after you. And then the his girlfriend's brother ends up sticking up for him. Yep. And he 
thinks he's falling for him. Yes, but then she's. But then it turns out that he. Honestly, I think it was just a matter of he just felt safe. Yeah, exactly. And then his girlfriend tries to push push him to go with his bro- her brother. Yeah. And then this, the best the best moment is when the brother is like, "Are you a man in there or are you a woman in there?" And he's like, "I'm a man." And he's like, "Well, then you go get her." And then he chases her down and then exactly. they, they stay in a relationship. And yeah. It's a cute story to be honest. It's very powerful because there is people that are going through those similar situations where they're trying to find their own self-identity self-worth yeah exactly and so i think it's it just goes to show you the people that like love you will love you no matter what exactly so that story was a bit different i think it's different because it was just there was no demons in it yeah there was no no magic it was just normal yeah normal humans exactly not Weird slice syndrome. of life but yeah but other than that, for the most part, everything was kind of normal. Agreed. Uh, then this is, I think you said this was one of your favorites. Yeah, this is the favorite one of the book. Nayuta of the Prophecy. So this which is about a foretold story of a mage that would be born with horns that would destroy the world. And just like the classic, you know, witch hunt level storytelling towards it, right? Where yeah. Uh, the whole village and everyone that knows about it is like, we need to kill it. The brother of the demon child, basically. Yeah, the family ends up, it ends up, the rest of the family ends up dying. And it's just the demon mage and her brother. And her brother just does everything he can to keep his sister safe. Exactly. Goes Even a little his extreme. His sister definitely is sketchy. Yes. Like she definitely is not normal. Good. Like, the prophecy seems to be pretty accurate. Yeah, but he's like, I'll protect her no matter what. Yeah, because it's his the sister. Prophecy. Yeah. Um, this is pr- out of the books that are, are out of the one shots that are in. This is very much closer to his Chainsaw Man-esque world in the sense that it is more. Well, you have the, the, the design of, yeah. the, of the demon girl. And then just the. The world surrounding it, too. Yeah, the stuff with the her taking out, like, the farm. All the animals. Yeah. yeah. That was that gave me some Chainsaw Man vibes. There's just some weird stuff going on. Yeah. You're just like, okay. She oh. just slaughtered a bunch of animals, and they're in the just, house now. And we just accept it. All right. <laughs> but the artwork is clean. It was nice. And Chainsaw Man vibes, for sure. This one was definitely the best one of the series, in my opinion, because the other one... Like, the Mermaid one's really interesting. Like, they're all interesting in their own part, except for the last one. The last one's just whack. Last one has its own interesting things. It's just more the age. The age, I think, is my issue. Yeah, that's fair. If it was like a college story, then it seems a little more acceptable, I think. And yeah, you know, you run into some consent issues. Well, well, we'll talk about it. But yeah, I was trying to see what the last note because at the end of every one shot, um, he leaves a little note. Ah, uh, yes. So the note at the end of the prophecy one is the editorial told. Uh, told me that he can't write unique characters, so he wrote them to prove them wrong. That seems to be a lot of the of his notes is I did this to prove them wrong. Because if you re- go to uh, Mermaid Rhapsody, yeah, it's like the original or like a uh, how's it phrased here? Something like original story or something. Yeah, I can't write a normal story, so I created this to prove them wrong. Looking prove at, them wrong. Yeah. What did he? What does he have? What's the note on woke up as a girl syndrome? 
Um, this is a manga I put on the web. I couldn't put the entire thing on the website for space reasons, so a lot of people only got to read part of it. Oh, okay, interesting. But yeah, it is, and I think in 17 to 21, we also had similar um, notes where it was, I did this to prove I can. Which, hey, that also means he's... He's, he's accepting the challenge. He's ex- yeah, he takes the criticism, criticism and then says, well, look at this. Now what do you have to say? Yeah, exactly. Well, then we get Chainsaw Man, and we're like, wow. You're like, wow, this is... Uh, this Not is normal. <laughs> <laughs> so I think after this, like, we'll talk about the last one in a sec, but I think I've read now all of his one-shots. Yeah, so you would have read... Cause, um, look Back, Goodbye, uh, Eerie. Got its own volume yeah it's longer those aren't physically out yet uh, one yes, of them one might of them be is. but yeah they're lo- also much longer they're almost not one, one shot. shots they're like big yeah i don't even know how i'm just gonna call them a big one shot yeah a big one shot a single a volume story. story yeah yeah so you just have to read fire punch then because you're pretty much caught up or am are caught up in chainsaw man correct if yeah if not only a chap cut chapter few chapters behind ever since they updated the whole viz app shonen jump app i haven't been active too much on the app so let's see here uh i am two chapters behind technically three in 23 hours yeah that's not too bad i think um but yeah fire fire punch is then the story the well the last of his works that you need to read i think yeah i think so do you have fire no you don't well i have volume five Nice. I uh, acquired it. Nice. From Gray. Man is a collector. He's very picky. Yeah. He's a very picky collector. That is fair. If there's an issue in the manga, it is return it or ask if Connor wants it. And I do plan on collecting Fire Punch, so. Yeah, so you just got to get the, at least get the first four. So I do have some random volumes from Gray. Like I have Comey Can't Communicate 23. I forget what the issue was. There was, I think, a line or an issue. Yeah. And I'm just not... Like, as long as I can read it... Then you're fine. Have you read the first volume of Mashal yet? Yeah, I've read uh, the first... I only own volume one, but I've read the first seven volumes. Okay. I will say, the anime is airing right now, and honestly, it's mid. The animation in general, or just like... I'm just not impressed, honestly. Like, I feel like it could be because I've read the manga, so obviously the jokes... And I don't think the jokes hit super hard. Like, mm-hmm. they are pretty yeah, generic in terms of, hey, we have this OP character that's not magic. You can kind of almost tell where the jokes are going. But, I don't know. May- he Seeing them the second time doesn't Doesn't quite, hit as much? And I'm okay. not the biggest fan of the animation. Like, it's okay. It's not. It's both not bad, but it's also not. Your cup of tea. The standard of animation has definitely grown. Where yeah. We're at a point where even like meh animation i'm gonna say meh animation but for the most part if a show's out almost always they have pretty solid animation yeah so now we're starting to like the bring it back the a minimum bit. has been brought up yeah so when you're not going above and beyond it you're it's noticeable so what's the animation studio do you know on the top of your head no i don't remember okay. i want to say a1 because it looks like, like a1, a1. <laughs> that's fair there is a new anime that's coming out in the summer, which I'm like excited for, but it's like more of like an unknown. It's basically like a Power Rangers anime, but it's oh, darker. Okay. I've seen a teaser for it, and I'm like, this seems intense. I just don't know where it's going to be airing. If it's it's probably won't be on Crunchyroll. Like I think it's too. Kaiju like, number eight's kind of like. 
I'm Power waiting Rangers for Kaiju ad. number it's eight. It's kind of like Power Rangers ad. In a way, yeah. Well, it's obviously, like, you don't follow it as no. what Power Rangers are, but when you think about it... Is there a release date for that yet? Is it fall or summer? I don't know. I'm excited for that one. We'll see. I I saw... Wasn't didn't it have some was like controversy f- around like people not liking the art style or yeah something like I how think. the characters were drawn? I enjoyed it, but we'll see. We'll see yeah. when it actually comes out. Uh, yeah, but that's my thing about Mashal. It's been okay. It's not been my favorite this season. Sure. Like very very mid six out of ten. Like it's okay. Some of the jokes make you maybe laugh. Okay, hit and miss. Def, I would. I would be interested for you to watch it and see if it maybe you find it a little better because you haven't it? read it. Okay. Because maybe since it is a gag manga, maybe it's just it's different I'll, if you it's watch it first. A lot since I've read That's it. That's fair. But anyways, the last one is Sisters. This is a story about sisters. sisters. So this one is uh, two sisters go to an art school, and if you win the best painting or best art of the year or something you that is displayed for the entire year is the gist of it and the younger sister without the consent or knowledge of the older sister paints her sister in the nude so when they show up at school the older sister just sees a massive painting of her naked naked now we should just state the obvious here these are high school students so obviously that's already wrong and two no consent three the other issue i take is she asks the t- sensei to take it down and they're like nope it's tradition but that's although we learn is not technically her body it's still her body yeah exactly the principle of it so and obviously all the guys and blah are all yeah all over it. I She's really didn't getting know. Getting harassed about it, about, oh, I didn't know, like, your body was so perfect, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So, obviously, she doesn't like any of that. Apparently, her and her sister don't talk. And those are the issues, obviously, that will just come over and say that that's already a little bit. Yeah, I didn't know where this story was going. Risque, too, too much, I think. Yeah. If it was more in college, then you're just talking about the consent issue. It's Yeah. But anyways. We'll just talk about the story as a whole, <laughs> avoiding the underage aspect of it. The obvious um, issue at the forefront. I mean, like outside of the actual thing, there's obviously like a message there, and like you always want to look up to your older siblings, kind of thing. Like the that's story a big ends thing. up being just the younger sister admires, yeah. looks up to, obsessed with her older sister. Older sister's a great artist. Doesn't think she's a great artist. That's kind of one of the other main takeaways, I believe, is. Self-worth again. Yeah. Creating her... Finding... The older sister finds her own confidence in spite of all the drama and shit going around the other painting. Because mm-hmm. she goes to prove that she can one-up her sister, do better. And she ends up talking to her sister. You learn that the sister did it off imagination, not off of... Because she didn't pose for her, because that's the other yeah. thing. People are like, how would she draw you if you didn't do the pose? And it's like... She's like, well, I didn't. Yeah, she does it off magic. She's always looking up to her older yeah. sister, so she noticed body language and. And we everything. learned that the younger sister went to this school because her sister was going to yeah. the school, so she worked hard because she couldn't draw, and she worked hard to be able to draw. And then 
in a very another weird non in no, not proper consent way, the older sister makes her younger sister strip so that she can draw her nude to try and get revenge, yep. which is also not good. <laughs> and then in doing so, she realizes that the way she's going to one up her sister is she's actually going to draw herself, herself nude, but do it properly and find that her art is better even though herself technically is not perfect like the act like the before yeah picture, it's right? weird it's, there's issues there's flaws i that's what i was taking from it where she's like hey i'm not perfect i'm like this isn't perfect this isn't perfect and i wouldn't make that face and she draws her imperfect self which is the ends up being the award wins the award yeah. to be posted but now she's confident in it it's weird definitely weird so two years of her in high school, there was a painting of her just naked. Yep. And you just accept that, and the manga ends. So I'm going to go with, one, she ended up talking to her sister again, because yep. once her, the older sister had some weird thing where she didn't like that her sister was looking up to her, so when the sister ended up joining her at the art school, she stopped talking to her. So it seems like they're on better terms. Yeah. And then, like we said, the whole self-worth or purpose realizing, realizing that even though you may not think you're perfect or there are issues that's what can make you perfect yeah. or make you a winner which i think is like overall like the lesson of this manga collection in general all of them have to do with like self-worth purpose and like relationships between yeah we have a friends. brother and sister we have the mermaid and the which is the father and son yeah. too like that family connection the relationship. And then the relationship brother. between the uh, boyfriend and girlfriend. Yep. And then the brother and, then and sister and then yeah. sisters, yeah. So, yeah. Or arching connections in the sense that, like... And told in purpose. his own unique way. Yes, as of course. All having a little bit of a twist or... Twist. Questionable... <laughs> twist. Twist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a time. Hey, they all led up to creating one of them most popular manga right now at least that's true yeah i mean he's they've done successful ones before right so fire, fire punch is, fire fire punch punch is going sorry. off uh it was i know that people had issues with the ending I haven't read the complete it's only eight yet. volumes right like it's yeah it's not small. super long and then chainsaw man obviously part one hit was, off part one was a ride yep i remember reading it weekly and just being like what honestly the heck is going you on had here? no idea what would happen in yeah. the next chapter it's just the most like intense chaotic thing. Part two, on the other hand, it slowed down a lot. I to be honest, I almost dropped it. Part two, I haven't read, but from what I've heard from people that I was originally reading weekly, the part one is that he has started to do a little bit more development for other yeah aspects of the world, which I get it, which is good because it's creating a better overall world, right? Yeah. And I also think the devils are a really cool idea, the way he handled them. The concept is definitely interesting. For me, it slowed right down. I think it's just when you go from such like a big thing as part one and like the huge ending and everything like that, and then you go from like a 10 drop down to like a two for like action and like story-wise and everything like that, and it just like does that dramatic drop. It's hard to keep people interested without that constant action of what part one was. That's fair. But I feel like a lot of people didn't even expect part two is the main thing. No, no, I definitely don't think that either. But yeah, that was a uh, good, good works. 
interesting in their own way. Exactly. Speaking of other people's works, um, I brought this graphic novel here for Connor to read, and it's called Spider-Man Bloodline, which is written by a father-son duo. Um, the father being J.J. Abrams, the guy who directed the Star Trek and created Lost, the show, and did uh, Force Awakens and Rise of Skywalker, those ones. And I'm very curious because Connor's obviously a big Spider-Man fan. He's read some random ones, like the family business one where Peter just has a sister yep. for, a vo- <laughs> for a story. Um, this one is very interesting because... This is within like the first three pages, but literally something happens. Mary Jane dies, and then it's just a 12-year jump. Well, you don't want to see Peter depressed. Oh, no. He's still depressed 12 years later, but that's irrelevant. You don't want to see the man depressed. The artwork is very different. Like, it feels very, like, sci-fi-y. Like, it's a sci-fi-esque story which kind of fits for J.J. Abrams being the sci-fi guy that he is. Yep. Not who you expect to write a Spider-Man comic either. No. But it was good. I don't know. People had some issues with it because they're like, the ending doesn't make sense or how would this even fit into the lore of Spider-Man? Sometimes there's just a story. Just write a story and just alternate Earth, alternate Earth. It don't matter. Sometimes it doesn't need to fit into the main canon. Exactly. Just, hey, I wanted to write a story about Spider-Man. This is the story I told about him. Exactly. And this there is, is some really good stories. This is why I end up enjoying manga sometimes, because it's all just in its own universe. We don't have to worry about oh, shoehorning this blah, Multiverse blah, blah, and crap and la da 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 Yeah, that's fair. A difference between, just, just a main difference between Western and the Eastern comics. I actually saw a take. What do you think about this take? That manga should be colored. I think it depends. The way they went around the take, I think, was wrong. Uh, they're like, oh, I want to take much time. But when you think about the time crunch that mangaka are under and their assistants are under. It does. Inking would take. And they're, oh, like someone does it in like less than a day after it's released. And it's like, yeah. They spend their entire day doing they're it. They're digitally inking and yeah. it's not professionally done. Exactly. Those are no, different. Like, no offense, but if there was a professional inker for a manga they would not be doing it. They would not com- be completing the whole issue in two hours. Exactly. Unless you want fo- every issue being 10 pages and that's it. Yeah, they would be focused on a lot. And I just, I felt like that was the wrong way of going about it. Don't get me wrong. I The think other issue is the, it's the recyclability, like the sustainability of how they deal with Jump or the big yeah. magazines, right? It's black and white, one, you think of the time crunch too. I do think I'm not a big artist person, but you can appreciate the fact that they have to create these shadows and effects yeah. and bring you into the story with only black and white. I think is some 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 people do it better than others, and some it I will agree it is very chaotic and hard to grasp what is yeah. going on. But I also think that that's what helps make you interested in the anime exactly in a way. Okay, we are not. We don't get a colored version, but we get to watch an anime. How colorful is Whole Cake Island? How colorful is Demon Slayer? Well, and the other thing is for Oda, for example, for One Piece, we do see the colors because he does release. Yeah, color panels and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, he releases from time to time. the color panels, and he'll answer questions about it. But 
in terms of time frame, when you're thinking these people are releasing a chapter a week ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm also going to do it as a different part, too. And this comes from a Western comic artist, Robert Kirkman, who created The Walking Dead. So a lot of people don't know this, but The Walking Dead comic is black and white. It yep. did not start off. At co- Later on, he made colored versions, obviously. But the reason why he did black and white, A, is because he wanted to make a weekly comic, which is similar to manga. usually comes out weekly. It's easier, and it's easier to... It's easier to publicize. Less thing to do. Less thing, one, one less thing, thing to, do. to do. But also, he wanted to, especially for a zombie story, is to leave it up to imagination as well. How gory did it look in your eyes? You know what I mean? Like, you see, like, the, the black blood splatter and stuff like that on the pages, right? But yeah. it's like, when it comes to black and white, you have to imagine it in color in your head to get... I know some people can do that. Some people can't do that. Yeah. But it's just like when you're reading a, re- a regular novel, you have to picture it in your head. I could maybe think of volumes maybe being in color but people will think of it like it you'll take away different things like berserk i don't think i ever would want to see that colored no exactly tokyo ghoul 50 50 just because some (laughs) some panels are hard to follow yeah but berserk like i watch the anime just the way it's drawn yeah you want to i i would never read that colored no gosh no because it's just so beautiful the way and that just is uh makes you think you can draw perfectly fine and things can be both beautiful but also easy to follow and color you're just one either a you're adding a new person in another person to pay if not more increasing the price of the product or the manga has to do even more work and they are they work like slaves they do they work like slaves and i'm like i can be speaking out of my butt here but i think uh Mangaka use what's called a G pen or something. Like I'm not entirely sure if that's how a lot of artists here in the West view things, but a lot of most inking now is digital for Western yeah. comics. Mostly, and I believe. A lot of mangakas still draw physically draw, and then it gets normally. digitalized. Yeah. So I don't, I just know I think one Japan's very slow in process stuff with things like that big processy changes. Yeah. Like, Look at Nintendo. (laughs) (laughs) Look no further than something like Nintendo, a massive, massive company, and how slow they are to change just the online. Why why can't people create their own online ID for people to add? Why are we adding a number that we've been that Nintendo's been using for Exactly. And why isn't your number just linked to every Nintendo account ever? Why is your when you had a DS, why is that different than you have a Switch that's different than when you had the Wii or the Wii U, et cetera. Yeah. Why is that just not all the same under the same account? Nintendo be Nintendo. And that's ja- uh, just Japanese, Japanese company thing. Yeah. Uh, so one, it's never going to happen in my opinion. Two, I think you're taking away from the artist's skill or what, ch- the pr- what, the what appreciation yeah. what, of the original context. Yeah. You're, you're, you're taking away from the original content of, what was drawn. I was saying like big uh, whole cake Island, for example, right? Like obviously it's been animated now, but before that was animated, like you had to come up with the colors. You knew it was colorful kind of thing. Right. like, there's obviously lines that talk about. And we've seen what big mom looks like. Oh, does. And a lot of her kids, but yeah, you're making stuff up. I remember before we saw what Kaido's color was, you just thought of whatever color you wanted. Exactly. And then all of a sudden you learn that he's a blue dragon and you're just like, Oh, all right then, yeah. light blue dragon. Not it what is. I was thinking, but okay. <laughs> exactly. And it just works, and you just accept it. 
Exactly. And uh, the other thing is the sustainability. Yep. Manga is printed on recycled paper when it comes out weekly. And that's to save on costs. That's also obviously to use recycling. And it's to promote recycling because you read what you want when you buy Shonen Jump and then you recycle it. Yep. And that will become most likely next week's chapters of Shonen Jump. And I don't think you can really do that if it's all color. No, I don't think you can. I think it's easy because it's black and white. It's easier. And yeah, things aren't going to look as clean on this paper. And that's the whole point of volumes. You like the series. You want to see the series also... Mangaka make changes and touch-ups to certain yeah. things. If you want that, you buy the volume later when exactly. it comes out. And easy peasy. But if you want to have that access to that weekly, you mean you need that hit, you you buy that and you recycle it. And I just don't think that that is something you would be able to do with when ink is like colored ink is involved. Yeah. Also, colored ink is more expensive. Also true. On top of that, right? Just yeah. Costs would just increase. I don't know the exact price of Jump right now, but let's just say it's $2.50 American. Yeah. You have to update. You to read to... all of those yeah. issues, oh, single issues, obviously, of stories, that's a steal. And then you just recycle it. And then done deal. But if you color that, you got to up that price by a good, a lot. good amount. More than double, I would assume. Not more than triple. That's got to be $10 a volume right? almost. Right. We're thinking issue. about who's reading Shonen Jump. A lot of kids. Yeah. They don't got $10 every single week. Yeah, exactly. That $10 spread over across a month, then congratulations, you got four issues of Shonen Jump. Right, and that's how you e- easily end up becoming, remember uh, when DC, was it DC, who's like, oh, all of our comics are only- two ninety nine, Yeah, something like that, when they did that one big change. And yeah. then it changed almost right. two months later, yeah. it was already back to like, oh, well, Batman's five ninety nine, and you're, yeah, like, and you're like, oh, Arr. great. You're like, oh, the currency exchange, so really that's like $8 issue for us. Yeah. The worst. No printer here. Big sad. Sad days. But, but that's just my opinion on it. That's the reality it. of it. That's my opinion on it. Uh, speaking of, like, since we talked a lot about manga, uh, I would love for you to either read or watch Bakuman. I want to read it. And then see what... Not saying it's one-to-one of what the industry is like. But it's a hint onto it. But I think it's it. definitely a good dive into what the manga industry... And I think... If you're really into manga or you're interested in how the day-to-day life of a mangaka is like, I think you should check out Bakuman. It's written by... Oh, Death man. Note, right? Yeah, I can't remember the author's the pen name. But it is written by the authors of Death Note, which are a duo. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just... It's even more interesting because, obviously, they have a, they've had a big story. This is after Death Note. So they've had a big story in one of the biggest magazines, Shonen Jump. So... That's by story is by Tsugumi Onba Oba Oba, and the illustration is by Takashi Obata. And the twenty volumes, which isn't bad either. But it does follow two characters who want to write manga for Shonen Jump, and it dives into the complexity of getting into Jump, the pressure when you are in Jump to perform. Week in, week out, you're meeting with an editor. The editor's talking about how you did in the popularity poll, what you need to change in the manga, even if that's not something maybe necessarily you want to change because you need to change it because you want to up the popularity for it. Yeah. So I think it's... I'm excited. 
it's an interesting yeah. look into it. I'm not saying, like I said, not one. Not to exact, one. but it's still like a gives look you an into idea. It. Yeah, for sure. And then maybe gives you more of an appreciation for the manga. The artist. art of manga, yeah. And the other thing is, you have to think week by week. These people are writing. You know, if you're not a big mangaka, you're not making a lot of money either. Exactly. It's a passion. It's a passion job. For sure. So. I'm ended off by saying no, non color. <laughs> no uh, color. Don't need those guys working even harder. Exactly. Don't need manga to be more expensive. But if you want it colored, <laughs> go enjoy your bootlegged colored <laughs> versions by some fans. It's true. Some of them are really good. I'm not some. gonna lie, some do a great job, but at the same time, I just don't need my manga colored. Yeah, exactly. If you want colored, go read Spider Man. Read a comic Batman. Read a comic book. Exactly. There's manga verses and Marvel. There's exactly. your manga. Read Star Wars. Models. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But all right. Well, I think we should wrap it on up here then. Yep. So let us know if you've read 22 to 26. 26. Uh, if you haven't. Or if you've seen Bakemon, since well, we Bakemon. talked about that yeah. as well. Um, and what would you, would, do you want to read your manga color? Would you not want to read a color? Let us know. Do you even read manga? Do you even read manga? Are you a Western comic fan? Yeah. Or do you like comics at all? Exactly. Read left to right or right to left? Let us you know. decide. <laughs> let us know. And join us on our Discord and other social media. Yeah. The link tree will be in the description below. Yeah. We hope you everyone has a happy Wednesday, and we'll see, see you guys next, next week. week. Bye. TNMP, the Nerdy Misfit Podcast. Don't forget to join the island by dropping a follow. Thank you. Thank and you. see you next week. Thank <laughs> you.